0: The SenseMaker. Hi, I'm Nimmo and this is SenseMaker from tortoisemedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, as multiple scandals of cover-ups and sexual harassment grow around New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo, how long can he really cling to power? I love New York because New York loves you. That's Andrew Cuomo. As you can probably tell from his accent, he's a New Yorker, through and through, born and raised in Queens. But he's not an ordinary New Yorker. He comes from a powerful political dynasty. In the 80s, his dad was the governor. And ever since the mid-2000s, Andrew Cuomo has been following in his footsteps. But it's Covid that's made him a real star. In the worst weeks of the pandemic, he was held up by the Democrats as Trump's opposite, an example of how a leader should handle a pandemic, praised for his decisive leadership. But it's all unravelling pretty quickly, because right now two huge scandals are unfolding around him at the same time. The first one is to do with Cuomo's office hiding the real number of deaths in nursing homes during the pandemic, covering them up. The second, a string of allegations of sexual harassment. So Cuomo's responded to the second story to say he's sorry, that he's embarrassed and ashamed. I now understand that I acted in a way that made people feel uncomfortable. It was unintentional and I truly and deeply apologize for it. But he's not stepping down in the middle of all these accusations of harassment, cover-ups and dishonesty, can he really stay in office? So let's take a closer look at what Cuomo is actually being accused of because it's pretty remarkable. New York might have undercounted COVID deaths in the state's nursing homes by as much as 50%. Last month, it emerged that the governor's office hadn't been telling the whole truth about the number of deaths recorded in New York nursing homes during the pandemic. In official statistics, the state said that 8,500 people had died. But in reality, the numbers were much, much higher. In fact, the figure for care home deaths was closer to 15,000. Cuomo claimed innocence. All the deaths in the nursing homes and in the hospitals were always fully, publicly and accurately reported. But a conversation that's been leaked to the newspapers told a different story. A top aide of Cuomo said that it was a deliberate cover-up, that Cuomo's office was worried that the high numbers would make them look bad. Since the start of the pandemic, Cuomo's painted himself as this dependable leader, the polar opposite to Trump. Trump's Covid scandal makes what Nixon did at Watergate look innocent. Cuomo was praised for his transparency. When COVID-19 hit, he gave a press conference every day for 111 days in a row. He laid out the facts, explained the data, and was frank about the danger people were in. He was even given an Emmy Award for all this. But now, loads of New Yorkers are angry. They feel that they've been misled. I believe the governor is a congenital liar. This is just one big cover-up, and Governor Cuomo got caught. Which brings me to the second scandal. A former aide to Governor Cuomo is accusing him of sexual harassment. A bombshell revelation from another former aide of Governor Cuomo. Tonight, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo on damage control after two more women have come forward alleging inappropriate behavior. So far, five women have alleged that Cuomo made sexualized comments, unwanted advances, or touched them inappropriately. One of them is 25-year-old Charlotte Bennett, formerly an advisor on Cuomo's team. She alleged that he tried to get her to sleep with him. Here's how she described him. He is a textbook abuser. He lets his temper and his anger rule the office, but he was very sweet to me for a year in the hopes that maybe one day when he came on to me, I would think we were friends or that it was appropriate or that it was okay. She says that he made her feel so afraid that she had to quit her job. Another woman, Lindsay Boylan, said that he'd created a culture within his administration where sexual harassment and bullying is so pervasive that it is not only condoned but expected. The other women say he groped them, tried to kiss them, came on to them or made them feel like they were just a skirt. Some of the allegations are historic but most of them are recent. And that timing is important because most of the allegations are about things which happened after the explosion of the Me Too movement and after the revelations about Harvey Weinstein. In the wake of Me Too, Cuomo's party, the Democrats, announced a zero-tolerance policy on sexual harassment. Even when their own were accused, they stuck to their guns. When Al Franken, the comedian who became a Democratic senator, was accused of groping women, he was forced to stand down under huge pressure from his party. I, of all people, am aware that there is some irony in the fact that I am leaving while a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault sits in the Oval Office. But something seems to have changed. Cuomo is not planning on resigning. Here's what he said to journalists on Sunday. Uh, I'm not going to resign because of allegations. Uh, The premise of resigning because of allegations uh, is actually anti-democratic. One big reason that Cuomo is not stepping down may be because loads of senior Democrats haven't called for him to, at least not yet. Many are waiting to see how this develops. Also, he's still popular. In general, most New Yorkers think he's done a decent job in the pandemic. But each day, more women are coming forward and the calls for him to go are getting louder. Yesterday, New York State Senate leader, a fellow Democrat, demanded that Cuomo bow out. We need to govern without daily distraction. For the good of the state, Governor Cuomo must resign, she said. It looks as if the tipping point for Cuomo might come soon. What we know is this, it's International Women's Day and there's something rotten in the state of New York. If you enjoyed listening today, please follow us on Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes. Just type SenseMaker into your Spotify search bar. Tortoise, the newsroom behind the SenseMaker, has another podcast too. I'm biased, but I think you'd really like it. It's called The Slow Newscast, Each week we tell one story in-depth. Search for Slow Newscast and you'll find it. We'd love for you to give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker.